Who's on second? Who's on first? What base do you want to talk about? I'm going to get in a lot of trouble here. Just a bit outside. And there's a fly ball deep to left. They're comedians, sports fans, and all-around degenerates. It's the Who's On First podcast with your hosts, Matt Marin, Anthony Passaretti, and Patrick Haggerty. You play ball like a girl! What's up? Welcome to the Who's On First podcast. Matt Marin here in studio with Anthony Passaretti. Hey, what's up? And Patrick Haggerty. Hello. Uh, all of our brackets are busted, I feel like, from last week. I'm, all of our I'm, predictions. I'm doing okay. Anthony, you're okay, yeah. Well, what, didn't well, you we, say the Rays were going to be in the World Series? Uh, di- yeah, probably. I probably yeah. did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Patrick had the Yankees in the World Series. And actually, the White Sox, as of recording, have not been eliminated yet. I had White Sox Brewers, who are yeah. both potentially going to lose. Yeah, so I might be the only one with any team, any of my World Series teams still I, in I, it I, by I, the end I, of the, today. I think I said the Dodgers were going to roll over the Rays in the yeah. World Series, though. Yeah, so uh, Dodgers, right, but Giants. you thought, but the Dodgers might lose today. Yeah, like, but they, that series is so de- neck and neck. I mean, yeah. le- the game three is a one nothing win. And oh it's, yeah, it's so easily could have gone. We'll, the other we'll see way. though. That, you know, sometimes you're going to like a you know this is a five game series, but a game six of a seven game series, you're like this is definitely going seven, and yeah. then that the team that's up just figures it out yeah. and, they, and they win it. Yeah, I. Maybe I don't. I know. think the Gi- I, I think I think the Giants are gonna do it. I think they're gonna finish it off. Really, today. I think yeah. that that series is like destined to go to its like elimination. Yeah, game. I feel like it is. Uh, I mean, I could see that. You know, anything. I happen. thought that with the Red Sox Rays. I guess yeah. that's that's the that's the mo- that's the if it's it right was, there. It was yesterday, and I thought, oh, there's no way that's not going five. But yeah, it being in Fenway gave me pauses to be like, this is gonna suck. Yeah. Like if it was in the Trop, I would have felt like, yeah, absolutely Rays. Mm-hmm. But like it being in Fenway, like those people are animals. Like the, the energy they were crazy. in there is ridiculous. Wild. Honestly, I, a red, before the um, playoffs start last week, we said like every matchup and almost every possible matchup is like an exciting one. I am not excited at all for Red Sox Astros though. No, that's so uh, that, that's the worst possible. Well, watching Red watching Red Sox Rays was I felt sick, sick to my stomach while watching. It. <laughs> yeah, well, that's like a good series. It, it, yeah, it, it has some uh, some juice Actually, to it. I guess Red Sox Astros can be good because they're both good teams. But as far as uh, I felt like a vested interest in the Red Sox and Rays. Red Sox Astros. I'm just like I don't care. Yeah, it's a rematch of twenty the 2018 ALCS. Yeah, so. and uh, I mean the the uh, there's uh, we'll get into this in a second, but uh, I also feel the same way that that would be a very unsatisfying ALCS. But I'm also anticipating it being the most annoying one because already both those teams have been accused by their opponents of cheating. Yeah, well, also I was gonna. Is it because we're Yankees fans we find it annoying? Do you think people outside? I mean, they. No, I mean objectively, I'm done with the fucking cheating scandals. I do not want to do this again. I guess just uh, going back for one second, just the idea of Red Sox Astros as an ALCS and us being tired of it. Is it just because we're Yankees fans, or is it? Yeah. But the Red Sox and Astros both have been successful for the last few years, and generally, this happens with the Yankees. We're excited about them. But the average person is kind of like over it when a team is successful for more than two or three years. Uh, I think the Red Sox and Astros haven't gone against each other that much during this span, though. They've gone against yeah. each other once in 2018. The Astros will this will they have been to every ALCS since yeah. 2017? Yep. Yeah. This will be if they make it again, mm-hmm. they'll be to every ALCS. Yeah. So that might be a little bit tiresome. But yeah. the Red Sox are, you know, yeah. so it's it's like Clash of the Titans a little bit. Okay, I'm trying to step out of my Yankee fan. Oh, I hate it. I, I I hate I'm, it too. I'm, no. I'm, I'm, 
think I'm trying, to step you... out, I'm trying to step out and say, is it objectively a boring ALCS? I don't think so. Okay. Boring isn't yeah. the right word, but frustrating and annoying is, is much yeah. more accurate because I guarantee you A's fans are like, this is bullshit. I guarantee right. you. Is it Lakers? Like, is it uh, not? Uh, is it uh, Warriors Cavs? Like yeah. in, in the frequency of it? Like, yeah. is it that yet? I don't think it. I don't and think and my answer at, is no. But, yeah. like, yeah. but is it like LeBron-esque? A little bit at this point because, yeah. like, Cavs, it's not even the Cavaliers people were tired right. of. It, it was James. Like, yeah. <laughs> the Cleveland Cavaliers. It's like LeBron and the Warriors are back. It's like, Jesus. Yeah. Exactly. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. wherever LeBron is, it's like Steph and LeBron for mm-hmm. a while. Now it was KD and LeBron. Now yeah. it's Giannis Although LeBron, and LeBron has the same thing the Yankees do where, yeah, you hate them because they're winning, but you watch them anyway. The Astros, the Red Sox have this a little bit where you can hate the Red Sox, but you'll still watch them. They have some of that. The Astros don't have the. God, I hate them, but I'm gonna hate watch them. I just don't care. I like it's. It'd be I nice mean, if they went away. I think it's I'll, go. Yeah, it's go yeah. away. Heat. Their lineup yeah. is so good. Yeah, their yeah. their one to nine batting order is unbelievable, and they're relentless. They're like the fucking Terminator. Like you can't. They just keep coming. Like you can knock them down, and they're just yeah. gonna keep pushing. Yeah. I was really surprised that they didn't come back in that one game. Where it, that game was so good, where the, all the lead changes. It starts out like what one nothing. White Sox, 5-1 Houston, 6-5 White Sox, 6-6, 9-6 White Sox. I was surprised that there wasn't any more because those were all in the first five innings and Mm -hmm. then it kind of settled down for the last four. I think it's because even the Dodgers, like, I hate, quote-unquote, but I'm watching the Dodgers, whatever they're doing. I don't feel that I'm watching them for the Astros. And obviously, all the players are, like, great players and it's a great team, but I just don't have the same feeling of, I can't wait to see what they do next. I just want them not in there. The Astros feel like opponents to me. I, when I watch the Dodgers, I don't feel like anger or hatred. It, it, it Actually, watching the Dodgers to me feels like being served a Pepsi when you ordered a Coke. It's like, this is almost like what I like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Although watching the Red Sox when they've been in the World Series before, I hate the Red Sox, but I would watch them. Like, oh, I, like, I don't watch yeah. a second of it. I, I, ref- <laughs> I, I fucking refuse. I yeah. fucking hate it. I cracked my... I'll never forget this. I was at, uh, at the bar that you... We, uh, your show Fight Club used to be at Lucky Jack's yeah. and I remember it was a Sunday night I walked upstairs saw the Red Sox win the World Series this would have been 18 yeah. and then I turned around to go back downstairs and I like dropped my phone down the stairs and it like cracked all up the screen I was like well this is the worst two minutes ever yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I, the, yeah. the AL teams piss me off so much more. Yep. Like, like them getting in the way of the Yankees all all yeah. these years. Especially you have the Rays, Red Sox, and Astros, uh-huh. who are very specifically the teams who yeah. just keep knocking the Yankees out. Yep. Yeah. Uh, then you go to the NL. I don't. I have no ill will towards any of the NL teams, unfortunately, because if we had made the World Series the yeah. past few years, maybe we would. Yep. But uh, yeah, so I have no ill will. Watching those games is much more pleasant. Yeah. Watching I Dodgers would... Giants yesterday, I yeah. no. I was like, oh, this is this is wonderful. Yeah, Playoff I'm baseball. Trying, I'm trying to psychoanalyze myself. Then why, yeah. if I see the Athletics do in the World Series, even the Red Sox against the Dodgers, I'm watching the World Series. The Astros. I'm also not when we would when the cheating scandal was happening. I was the one who was more kind of like they're the ones who got caught, but everyone cheats in some way. Cheating's been around in baseball forever. So I don't even hold that against them. I just don't know what it is. I just... Uh, Do you hate the players? Do you not... Uh, what not you, really. Yeah. I just... I hate Alex. They've just been around too much? I guess. They're just a team that I'm kind of like... Yeah, I just it's it, I would enjoy this way more if every other team other than them was doing well. Yeah, so it's not so much the Red Sox Astros, it's really just about the Astros. That, yeah, that's a the, little bit. I mean, the Red Sox the Red Sox is because I hate them also. Yeah. <laughs> the Red Sox I recognize is because I hate them. They yes. get more annoying yeah. every time it happens. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so they it's do. Like, 
Yeah. Uh, and the Astros you're bored by. Like, you're bored I by guess. the Astros and you hate yeah. the Astros. Yeah, I, I hate them both. I, <laughs> it's brutal. I hope the White Sox, I so badly hope the White Sox win this series. It would be yeah. pretty cool for the White Sox, but I don't see it happening. I think that they're going to lose in an hour. I, they have so much good pitching that I could see it happening. Rodon is of pitching that. today. So, yeah. It's, oh, I know what, what colors redone. I know what it is. My ex-wife is an Astros fan. Yeah, <laughs> my ex-wife is an Astro. Oh. <laughs> yeah, my you were married to Guriel. That's right. Yeah. My ex. Yeah. My ex-wife. I, it sounded yeah. like girl. What <laughs> I mean by what I mean by that is my ex-wife was a cheater. No, okay. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Oh, the full the full circle there. So yeah, we had. Uh, uh, yeah, the cheating. So cheating. That was uh, no, I hate it. I hate too. it so yeah. bad. So the, what? What specifically? What happened was the Rays radio broadcast accused the Red Sox of cheating. Is that where this is coming from? Um, that happened, and then uh, the White Sox the other day uh, said uh, this is sketchy. The Astros have history of cheating. Like the White Sox full blown accused the Astros again, and D- Dusty Baker's out there like these are heavy comments against my squad, and it's mm-hmm. like you fucking idiot. Like yeah. <laughs> that guy's been so weirdly he's acting like the dad of a kid who got like arrested for killing someone drunk driving he's like yeah. trying to be like they're mine and i love them i don't want to say anything about this yeah that's objectively well what like, is uh i remember i i didn't hear the white Sox astro story as much but in the red Sox raised one it was kind of just it seemed like the broadcasts were just saying uh it seems like the uh Red Sox have all of our signs. Yeah, I don't the, know where the that, broadcast like, did that, but their social media team was going in too. They tweeted at least like seven times with like memes about like mm, we don't know what's going on with you guys. Like, yeah, yeah they, they, they're hinting at it, and it's frustrating to me because it seems like the door is now open to be like anytime you lose, you can be like they cheated. Yeah, yeah, that sucks. That's like being three years old. Yeah, yeah. The Astros definitely did it at one point, though. I know. That's why it's and so the Red, the frustrating. Red Sox did at one point also, I, right? That's yeah. exactly my problem right now is, like, maybe, but it's, like, if it's, this is going to happen every time, it's just going to get so eye-rolly, and then, like, it's yeah, a cry-wolf kind of thing. It's just yeah. going to make it easier to cheat. Although, at <laughs> this point, it has only been the teams that have been previously caught. So far. So far, yeah. So I guess that's another reason why the Red Sox and Astros being in the ALCS is kind of a bummer because, like, for the sport of baseball, it'd be, like, honestly, the cheating scandal to get everyone talking about it. Um, but for the sport of baseball, it'd be pretty cool if it was, like, a White Sox raise. Oh, it would be, but um, I... Just two teams that there is nothing about them out there cheating, even though they probably do because everyone does. You yeah. ever know that, like... Well, well that's, the, that's the thing with even those teams is they just they just did it quicker than other teams that yeah. like other teams probably would have done exactly what the Astros did and even now they're probably they probably are doing stuff because they have the the yeah. minds who yeah. work their way and who work themselves in that way it's like we need yeah. to figure out what they're throwing but there was like, like, like form- we'll do we'll do yeah. it without technology this time yeah. but we're still going to figure out what they're there throwing there was like a former player or gm or someone i remember when the Astros story hit that said one of the first teams they saw doing something like this was in the 80s the white Sox had a camera in like the outfield yeah. and they were communicating to the dugout from that so, and and they and yeah. you know that's back probably before they were able to relay it like that like a snap of yeah. a finger like right away but yeah. they were they had the camera on it then you saw you know two go down and it's like oh it's not a curveball they are actually throwing changeups when they put down the two so so then they could relay yeah we have a better idea of what exactly they're throwing with, with each sign and then they would relay it's like okay so now you know when you're on second base how to how to relay it to the to the batter you know, so it, it's always been going on. Just that was just so snap of a finger. Like now you know exactly what yeah, what yeah. he's about to throw. Yeah. yeah, you know what? I actually forgive my ex-wife. 
Well, <laughs> now now that we're talking about it, I would I'd be kind of into it if the MLB started marketing it as like the scumble. Like these are the two cheating teams. Let's see who fucking there's cheats no, their way no hard. Way the I know MLB they would, I know, but, but like, the, like yeah. if it really starts like people start pushing it like like you ever see that old like tropey thing in bad mob movies where like the guy's like I got five aces and then the other guy's like I got six aces. It's like makes no fucking sense. Like yeah. they have that kind of series. Yeah. <laughs> well, they did that funny thing with the Red Sox race series. Did you see the Brady, uh, the Tom Brady Bowl or whatever? Oh, because yeah, it's Tampa. Tampa. It was t- yeah, yeah, the, the T, uh, TB12 yeah. uh, series. Yeah. The yeah. Patriots beat Brady in New England last week, right? No. No, no Brady he beat Brady beat the yeah. Patriots. Yeah. Oh. That was the last team he ever. Yeah, he's oh, he beat, hadn't he's beat, beaten. He, he hadn't beaten, right. He's beaten every team in the NFL now. He's uh, one of four yeah. quarterbacks. Good for good for him, I suppose. Do you know, I guess the, other, so. do you know the other three? Do you? Um, okay, I just I do because sure. I saw the stat. Uh, yeah. Peyton Manning, I, yeah, uh-huh. Brett Drew Brees, Favre. not Drew Brees. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, Drew Brees, yes. Uh, Favre, yeah, I'm Favre. Okay, that was it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And uh, Tom Brady was asked which team he likes beating the most, and he said the Giants. So that's that's our claim to fame. Yeah, yeah. good for him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're that fucking loser. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. It's the one thing that he's self conscious about. Which I will is say, uh, as a Cowboys fan, it was pretty fun this past weekend. <laughs> yeah, oh, I mean, yeah, the, you, uh, you beat the backup Giants. Yeah, good exactly. Job. It's like <laughs> good work. They have the worst record over the last four years. They also lost their quarterback and their running back. Okay, and, but their, after, and their best hold receiver. Hold on, hold on. After the show last week, <laughs> when we were getting lunch. You were all like, "Oh, we're going to be playing each other," and now the Cowboys <laughs> won, and here come all the excuses. I don't think <laughs> I said because that, that that would imply that I was like excited to watch a Giants. Yeah, game, more which like is, cow which girl, is never like, the case. More like cow girls. Yeah, yeah, oh man. I can't I'm more like giant losers. Uh, I watch football less and less. Less and less every year. Anyway, it, it back just, to baseball. Let's talk about John Cusack. Did you see this? Um yeah. Only vaguely. So what what happened with it? Um uh so White Sox Dave is a barstool personality. And uh, he, so John Cusack famously uh, is a Chicago guy, and he was, like, at Cubs games during their World Series run and was, like, one of the celebrity Cubs fans and now is, like, going to the White Sox games, and he's a White Sox fan. And White Sox Dave took exception to this and confronted him before the game. Um, And by a lot of people's accounts, kind of got owned by John Cusack and then still posted the video. (laughs) Um, He goes up to John Cusack and is, like, uh, kind of like, what are you? You're a Cubs fan. You can't root for both teams. And John Cusack just starts quizzing him on White Sox history <laughs> and stumping him, like one after the other. He's like, "Do you know who Lamar Hoyt is?" And he's like, "Lamar Odom." <laughs> Lamar Hoyt was a pitcher for the '83 White Sox. I believe he had a couple of great years and then kind of flamed out. He's like, "Who was the first baseman for the '83 White Sox?" And starts quizzing him. Doesn't know any of the answers. And then he kind of just like rants at him that part of being a fan is being miserable. You can't just switch when the other team is good. This is gross. And then just walks off. And they went back and forth on Twitter for a bit afterwards with John Cusack like cursing this kid yeah. out. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he John Cusack was trending on Twitter. because And Dave Portnoy, this is funny, he's... Uh, the uh, El Presidente of Barstool just tweeted a photo of John Cusack blocking him. He was like, what did I do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe. Well, do you agree? Do you think that you're not, or if you're, if you're a real fan of both, does, I, I can think, that, is that possible to be a real fan of both? I think in this case, yes. Cause I think it's a different kind of fandom, but there's people that in, like love their city. Yeah. So it doesn't matter Cubs or White Sox. It's Chicago that he likes. Yeah. Yeah. So I I get that. It's a different kind of fan. 
I'm sure there's people like that for New York. Right. Well, I, even the, when I get strong, my strongest into hockey, I like all three teams. Like, really, really strong. The region, like, yeah. You know, I, I like, you know, yeah, the, the Devils being uh, part of the, the three teams. But I like all, th- I like the region, and it actually, I actually get equally as into each team in the playoffs because I'm not a massive hockey fan. So, but, I, you know, I, I was on John Cusack's side, but as an Islanders fan who hates the Rangers, now I'm on White Sox Dave's side. Yeah. You, can't, you can't do that, Patrick. You can't root for the Rangers. Oh, it, the it's Islanders. a completely different kind of because it's the same thing. Like, if you saw, like, somebody who was, like, known as a Mets fan, like, if you saw Seinfeld, walking around in a Yankee hat at Yankee Stadium you'd be like you fucking faker but it's like at the same time like Oh well. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, also, uh, it was kind of a lot of times when you see that, it almost makes me think of the like um, John Kerry saying he's a Red Sox fan and then not being able to name a player properly. Well, politicians. That's like a right, Kamala but, saying Tupac's her favorite rapper when yeah. she was like 15 years before he started rapping. Yeah, yeah. So there's yeah there's some of that where you think oh this person's being a faker and there I could see feeling that a little bit. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I would root for the Mets if they did, weren't playing the Yankees. The only time, and, but and, jo- and Cusack seems to be a legitimate baseball fan. That's the oh, yeah. That's yeah. what was shocking to me is that he actually knew facts about White Sox history. That was like, oh, so he legitimately is a fan. Yeah. Of both teams. So if you're a Yankees and a Mets fanatic, like not even not just fanatic, but a historian, like you're like I am a New York sports historian. Yeah. I, I yeah. know a lot about. I know. You know, I'm a I'm a big Yankees fan. Uh, if I I probably do know a lot about the Mets too. But I, I wouldn't claim to be what he is with yeah. the White Sox and Cubs though. Yeah. It, but if you feel that way, if you have that kind of connection with both teams, I think it's doable. It's just that you're not really a fan of either team. That's yeah. probably that's probably the truth. Yeah, for sure. The only time I've ever really felt that kind of like, you fucking get the fuck out of here is Jimmy Fallon. Yep. Oh, fuck, yeah. fuck that fucking little weasel. I was thinking of him, too. Well, Red Sox-Yankees is tough. It's not the same city. He even. made fucking fever pitch. Yeah. And then sits behind home plate with fucking Lorne Michael. Fuck out of here. Didn't he yeah. also do White Sox the very next year after 04? Uh, like, he, he wore White Sox he, stuff in 05. He like, is, he's, a, he's a loser. Absolutely. <laughs> Although he did hang out. He did drink with David Wells the night before his perfect uh, Hell, game. yeah. Again, <laughs> but that's another story. It's like, oh, you're buddy-buddy with Wells, and you go make this yeah. fucking garbage movie yeah. with... with Drew Barrymore. I'm still pissed at Michael K for being in that. Michael, Michael K cameos in Fever Pitch. He's he has a, like a speaking role. I don't mind that. I'd take a role in a movie. Fuck I don't that. care what the team is. Yeah. I I literally love movies more than I love a- people. I like <laughs> movies more yeah. than I like people. It creates problems because that means that like I'm like okay, you know, maybe we don't kill Roman Polanski. Chinatown was really good. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> like no, um, no, I love movies so much. And if they offered me to be like in oh, the story of the 2018 I, yeah. Red Sox, it's it's just two middle fingers. Yeah. Fuck you and fuck I guess Hollywood. I can relate to that because if anybody ever tried to go after anyone who made a Fast and Furious or American Pie movie, I don't care what they did. I'm with them to the grave. Well, like, <laughs> have you ever heard the story that uh, David Fincher and Ben Affleck almost came to like physical blows and Gone Girl had to shut production down for three days because he was going to force him to wear a Yankee hat and Affleck was going to walk on his contract? That makes me respect Ben Affleck. Yeah. He, well, his point wasn't even that like, his point makes so much more sense th- because he's like, you don't understand like, um, that meme will never die. Like, that will fuck the rest of my life up. Yeah. Like, the meme of that is going to fuck me forever. Like, I will not give you that. Like, you're not ruining this team for me. Because yeah. every time I show up anywhere at the Red Sox, this fucking picture is going to show up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I get that. But it's like, fandom is fandom's fucking funny. Yeah. <laughs> I will say, it is a weird move to record yourself confronting the person and uh, then posting it online. Yeah, that's never a good look. That blows up. That's like the one of the, like... I don't know what the ratio is, but it's not good in terms yeah. of that blowing up in your face. Like we're yeah, we're <laughs> talking about it here. 
Um, but if we met Jimmy Fallon, I'd probably be like, yeah, it's cool. You do what you want. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, Jimmy Fallon, everything I've heard we're, about. We're talking shit. Yeah. I'll, I'll, like it, maybe in reference to if the sports specifically came up with Jimmy Fallon, you'd have to bring that up. But that just wouldn't come up normally. Well, I, mean, I, I, don't, think, sure I don't think that's what I, I talk if, about. If we were at a Yankees playoff game and Jimmy Fallon was there, we we would talk to ourselves about it. We wouldn't uh, confront him with a video camera. Oh, yeah. You wouldn't run up <laughs> right. to him with a camera. Yeah. Just, oh, my God. That'd be That'd be terrible. I've heard he's like not a nice guy either. Yeah. He's like wouldn't like it's like as soon as the cameras are off, like you're gonna meet a different guy. Well, I also I don't like this idea that if you don't go to them with a the camera, you're being a coward and you're not you're just talking behind their back. It's like yes, and it's he, fun. I love the guy <laughs> that's sitting there like it, it would be cowardly to not go up with the kid. It's like what the fuck? It's it's not brave to go up to him either. It's exactly, like brave or yeah. cowardly is not the metric here. Like what? yeah, actually going up to the person with the camera and confronting them about the thing is like, oh, look at me. I'm brave here. It's like, you're being a dick. <laughs> yeah, it's like not brave at all. I, I always remember in the... Um... I mean, no, by definition, I'd say it is brave, but it's also brave to... Uh, stand in the middle of Broadway and pull my pants down and do the windmill. Yeah, <laughs> but you don't do it. But, I mean, I think that's more reckless. But I like, think there's a difference between bravery and You're, you're and putting this person in a position where, like, John, C I, John Cusack's not even, like, fucking Tom Cruise. He's a B-list celebrity, probably. Maybe, like, being a half-list. I don't know. Like, At one point, he was oh, a yeah, at one point he, he was a movie yeah. star yeah, in yeah. the late 80s, early yeah. 90s. But now he's, like... Not right. He's in movies, I guess. But either way, I saw Identity. I thought that was a pretty good movie. That came out what twenty one years ago. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was a guy with multiple personalities. Like a guy who's a White Sox and a Cubs fan. His, la his last hit <laughs> was hot, ten years ago. Hot Tub Time Machine. Yeah, yeah that was. Oh, ten. And even that was based on him not being a celebrity anymore. Yeah, you know? well, it, was like, was, it was like a, it was a nostalgia. White, flick. One of the things White Sox Dave kept bringing up was that Hot Tub Time Machine is such an underrated movie. It's actually very funny, but I will now never watch it again because of John <laughs> he, he went. He went come back for a second one they replaced him with adam scott yeah <laughs> yeah 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 like which is which good for him yeah he, right. he made the adam, right choice adam there. scott gets that money he gets yeah. out it's all good. yeah yeah good for both of them <laughs> yeah. yeah um either way though what I, my point was that uh he's a public figure so if you have this camera in his face it, how brave is it to be confronting someone who is like never going to engage with you like because they're so worried about well, their that's, own yeah. well that's the thing yeah that's the thing that's what made it so weird is that he did uh, actually engage with him and shut him down. Yeah, well, like he got lucky that he was like able to do it in that way. He did it the perfect way. He yeah. did it in like I will, I will make, prove to you the, exactly what you're asking me. Yeah, the, whether like, I'm but, but like the allowed to be wearing this. I just stuff. mean I, it's very funny to me that someone would be like, if you don't have the camera, you're cowardly. It's like no, the camera is like your shield. Like the camera yeah, is going to save you. There's a really stupid scene in in the documentary Bowling for Columbine where Michael Moore comes. Storming up to Charlton Heston's house with cameras to demand why he keeps giving pro NRA speeches in towns where school shootings had happened. But at this point, Charlton Heston is like 98 and has so much dementia, he has no idea where he is. Yeah. The NRA just keeps putting him in front of podiums and he just yeah. talks. So this fat man rolls up with like 100 cameras like, we're going to get you. And this dementia-ridden old man's just like drooling there. It's one of the most pathetic things I've ever seen. He probably it, thought he was finally being confronted by the Planet of the Apes. When 100 percent. This is the fattest ape I've ever fucking seen. <laughs> Look what we've done. Yeah, yeah he's, he's, 
Yeah. So like the can the having the cameras immediately takes away any kind of. Uh, yeah. He is the king of that. He also ran into the lobby of the Target corporate headquarters with a kid in a wheelchair who had gotten shot, being like, "Why do you sell bullets?" And like the secretary of the. <laughs> It's the corporate headquarters. There's thousands of people that work there. Oh, he's Michael, in the, Michael Moore he's in the lobby yeah. with a kid in a wheelchair just being like, why do you sell bullets? It's like, get out of here, dude. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Oh, man. Either way, I, I have some uh, stuff that we might just trigger some more combo. Some, like, season wrap-ups and maybe some stories. that Because I don't know about you guys. This season felt like three because last year's was so short. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Long time. I'm having trouble remembering if things had happened in 2020 or 2021, actually. Like, yeah. was the, was Castellanos this year or last year? No, that was pandemic year. That I was remember pandemic that. year? Yes, that was 2020. I remember that because the thing that we noticed at the time was... Uh, oh, right. The Tom Brenneman got fired on air, and they had a replacement. And it was like, no one's in the stadium, but they still had they a backup announcer a in case this guy drops a slur. <laughs> right. I forgot about that. Yeah, that was... That was very, very funny. But some other just sort of fun moments. I was scrolling through baseball sites, just seeing some fun stuff. Uh, some highlights of this year, the <laughs> Baez running play. Oh, the, oh, yeah. Yeah, where he tricks the guy. He right. starts running back home. That was a fantastically fun play. Yeah. And I just wanted to give him a shout out because we shit on him a little bit last week. Yeah. Well, he yeah. was, I loved him as a cub. You know, he, yeah. he was, he was the man. Like, you know, there were, t I remember there was that one instance of, uh, when they almost got in a fight with, was it the Reds? But it, but, Rizzo was getting screamed at, and then Bias was like, "You don't fucking scream at him," <laughs> you know, like that's that's Anthony Rizzo, you know. Yeah, like, the, so. um, yeah, that yeah, where all the first baseman had to do was step on first base, and Bias just started. And he went to tag him. And Bias just started running backwards towards home, which gave another runner time to score. Yeah, and, and he then Bias, and then Bias runs to first because no one's covering when they threw the ball home, and they missed the throw at first, so he got second base. It's it, yeah, because well, they threw home, and and it was a bad throw, and. He still, even as the runner was coming home, it was two outs. So all still, all he needed to do was throw it to first base, get the out, and the yeah. runner would not have mattered. It's yeah. it's such a hilarious, it's such a weird little league play. It's more of a pirates fuck up than it was a bias. And it was base running one of two that week because it was the same week that Cabrian Hayes lost a home run because he didn't touch first base. Yeah, which is always a a fun pirates. Uh, there's no more Cleveland Indians. We're getting Cleveland Guardians, Guardians. officially. Cleveland Guardians, That's a big yes. big story from this year. Um, you know, weirdly, one of the top like five posts on the baseball Reddit of this year was uh, Yelich giving that kid a bat. Real? What was that one? I remember the Vado one with the kid. There was a kid who leaned over and made like an excellent fly ball, foul ball catch yeah. in the field, and he sort of like held it out. And Yelich can't sign autographs during the game, so the next half inning, he like ran out with an autograph bat, and he like that's pretty it up cool. Yelich seems like a really cool guy. Yep. Um, yeah. He also chugged a beer at a Milwaukee Bucks game. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I didn't see that. They put That's him on funny. the big screen. David Bakhtiari from the uh, Green Bay Packers was there, and he's like, can chug like nobody. He's an offensive lineman. Um, he chugs. They, Christian Yellis chugged. They went to Aaron Rodgers, and he just kind of sipped it and chugged a little bit and wouldn't actually do <laughs> it, which uh, I love Aaron oh, Rodgers. That was a few years ago, right? I think yeah. so. Mm -hmm. I love Aaron Rodgers, but it was uh, fodder for people on Twitter to go after him. <laughs> yeah, he chugs yeah. like a pussy. <laughs> 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 the... Um, there's a there's a couple other ones. Uh, it's been such a long year. Like the Orioles had a no hitter this year. 
Yeah, there yeah. were there were there was a time where I think did they set the record? They ended up setting the record. I think eight or nine no hitters in the whole season. Yeah, it was it was it crazy. was nine, which is the record. Was were the Orioles were the ones who threw the record? No, the Orioles did it earlier. Yeah, in they the did year. it really early. It, it was, was John Josh Me- Me- John Means. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, Kluber, yeah, the Yankees had their first no hitter since uh, David Wells's perfect game. No, David, David Cohn's David, perfect yep. game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and it was against his old team. Yep, which is very right. Which is uh. The Indians got no hit three times this year. I always wonder if it's easier to pitch against your old. I know how all these guys suck. I'm gonna fucking exploit the shit out of all of them. Yeah. Like, you, yeah. I've always thought that about. Like, I always thought catchers should theoretically be the best hitters in the league because they see the most pitches coming at them. But it just doesn't work out that way. Yeah, because they're tired and their their <laughs> their knees hurt. Well, maybe yeah, <laughs> or maybe they actually are the worst hitters in the league, and the only way they're able to be passable is because they know everything. Yeah. That's a, it's an interesting twist on it i uh, consider that that's maybe well because catcher in general uh that's why shortstops uh historically uh weren't the best hitters because it was in second baseman because there's those are defensive positions yeah mm-hmm. those are players that you get because of the value they bring to your team as somebody who can catch yeah. can pitch can play shortstop or second base and uh like first baseman, more people can play first base, so you get ones who are better hitters. Historically, that was why generally uh, certain positions didn't have as good of hitters. Yeah, and yeah, the, uh, so so b- uh, based off that, I I read something interesting a little while back about so lefties historically have a higher batting average than righties, yeah. and part of it they said is because they're closer to to first base, right? Mm-hmm. Another reason this is kind of a theory is that lefties can only play certain positions. They play they can play first base and the three outfield positions. Two of those outfield positions and first base. Are off are generally offense first positions, uh-huh. yeah. And then righties can play lots of defense first positions. They can yep. play catcher. Yeah. They can play shortstop, second base, and center field. Yep. Uh, so the so the defensive first positions are almost entirely right-handed hitters. So yeah. so then batting like two thirty is going to be more acceptable. Whereas all lefties kind of need to be good hitters. Yeah, yeah. I, that's I, I think, and also, yeah. Oh, uh, sorry. Uh, I think we were going to move kind of towards a middle. Soon, because if you look at all the prospects coming up, the rise in switch hitters, that's going to be one of the biggest changes yeah. in the league over the next like five, ten years. So many people are going to be switch hitters. Yeah. So many of the stars coming up are switch hitters. Franco, fucking Dominguez. Yeah. Um, the guy, there's a catcher on the Orioles who's a switch hitting catcher. Adley. Who, yeah, yeah, they yeah. think he's going to be something pretty yeah. special. Yeah, they, they might be looking at the the value of it and saying, this is so valuable to the have. Mets a have a shortstop coming up that's that supposed could, to be their next Jose Reyes that's a switch hitter. That could actually hurt left handed people, guys who throw lefty but bat switch because they can play fewer positions. Maybe. Mm-hmm. I, I just, it seems like that's going to be a big thing. Or and then it in, is in development right in now. In like 80 years, they'll be switched through. Hours also, there's been a couple. Yeah, yeah. Um, Pat, that's v- Pat Venditti. Yeah. That's yeah. the best. I mean, that's that's like the fun thing about like like records. Like if you if you set the bar, someone is going to just yeah. sneak past it. We just saw it in football. Someone just broke the field goal record. Yeah, the yeah. 66 yard field. Yeah, goal. that's gonna keep happening. Yeah. Um, yeah. There'll be there'll be a hundred yard field goal at some point. It'll be yeah. way down the line. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But like yeah. the other thing I was gonna say for left handed hitters, do you think some of it could be because most pitchers are right handed, so they're generally they have an advantage more often than right handed hitters. Oh yeah. So that's that's the other thing is that they're they're facing same sided pitchers a lot more. Historically, yeah. there's also probably less um, sample size. So yeah. like the. 
The, the bottom more. number of the fraction is lower, so maybe your, your, the percentage is affected that oh, way. Oh, right, that there's just more right-handed hitters. Yeah, that they've just had more at-bats, so there's yeah. been more bad ones. Mm-hmm. So yeah. there's uh, that. I, my favorite story that I found going through the um, the <laughs> list of ones was uh, the Tampa Bay Rays. This happened a couple weeks ago. I've had to like put f- stuff around their Wade Boggs statue after a child got his head caught in it. Which Wait, is just very happened? funny, a very Florida thing. A child got his head caught in a Wade Boggs statue outside the trap. Like in between. Oh, like, I saw that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He got it stuck, and the fire department had to like come and get him out. And I just did think they, that's. Did, did they have to destroy the statue? That's what I. No, they're just trying to make it like off limits so that people can't go. What well, I'm up saying, to did it. they have to like break it to to, to release? This I think child. they had to do something that was like maybe they. Bent it. I think they like just lube the kid up and they like, probably oh, okay. just, just, like, <laughs> just slid him out. Yeah. But uh yeah, they're gonna make this statue off limits now. And I just think that that's so fun. That's such a stupid thing to happen. It's so Tampa Bay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good thing the they statue. won't be there for much longer. That that actually didn't get officially confirmed. Like yeah. everyone was speculating it might on Twitter, but maybe the di- moment they get released is when I think it's or um eliminated, I mean. Which is yesterday. So yeah, so is when yeah. It, you you're really gonna start to See the ball rolling on right. That kind of well, stuff. even uh, yeah, like I was just reading something about Boone whether he'll be fired, and you know there hasn't been there hasn't been an off day yet, right? Like there hasn't been an a legitimate no baseball at all off day yep. yet, other than the, other than the Monday right after the season. So uh, potentially tomorrow could be the first of that. Yeah. Well, which, yeah, Jason, and then there'll be there'll be announcements yeah. tomorrow if there's an off day tomorrow. Whatever, there'll be some small, at least small yeah, announcements. Jace tomorrow. Tingler is out as the Padres manager. Um, and, uh, yeah, the Aaron Boone, uh, it hasn't happened yet. Do, um, yeah, do he's we com- think it's coming? He's coming back. Yeah. I, every beat reporter is saying, like, expect him to come back. Yeah. Yeah. And I wonder if it's tough to know without being there how many of the decisions are, like, how much of it is this structure of Boone's being told what to do by analytics guys and higher up? I'm not really concerned with, like, placing blame in the right place at this point. I don't care at all. I'm so fucking done and angry with all of this shit. I don't care who's doing it. I don't care why it's happening. I yeah. want it to stop. Yeah. And yeah. that's why it's tough to be able to, like, call for Boone's head if maybe Boone is he's the guy. He's in a position of he's in charge. It's one of the things where but it's so just is like, Cashman. So good, fuck them too. Get them out, all of them. Well, fuck one them. of them, yeah. the, one of them. Then the, the, the only, my only defense for him, and it and it actually scares me, is that uh, I think they'll keep him because you have the lab, the labor arguments coming, right? The uh, collective oh, bargaining agreement yes. stuff coming, and they probably don't want it to, to. They don't want the managerial situation to be in flux when you have everything else in flux. So, mm. so which is so I think it's going to lead them to keeping him. It's also going to lead them to not doing very much this off season because they're going to think. Well, we can't put out this money. We don't know how much money we're going to be allowed to spend after this is over. So they're just going to, at least for one more year, they're going to do very little. I The only thing that I keep, like, hanging on to as hope for any of this is that, like, I think I wrote this on Twitter, too. The Red Sox need to remember that if you make the ALCS in a rebuild year, your next four years suck. Yeah, It's not fun because you're going to make all kinds of stupid decisions thinking your rebuild was over. And it wasn't, and <laughs> you're yeah. fucked. You're gonna yeah. trade for Giancarlo Stan the very next year, and, yeah. or like some version of that. I mean, there's yeah. there's big names well, on the market. And, I also yeah. hate that Cashman is out there saying that he doesn't like what Rizzo did here. He said that. Yeah, 
He said he was disappointed in Rizzo's performance. Rizzo's one of the only guys that fucking hit the ball at all. How does right. he not? He brought in Rizzo and Gallo, and Rizzo's the one yeah, exactly. who you publicly yeah, say exactly. is disappointing. Gallo fucking. Well, he blew. he said he said it to start putting that into the minds of people, so that when he doesn't sign him, which he's not, he's yeah. not, not. If now hearing that he said that, he's not going to sign him. No, right? it's so. Fucking, he put it out there thinking like, yeah. oh, maybe this will change and the, the, th- the. And the, the thing the is, as far as like the a lot of the talk is that well, the Yankees are the upper management is doing all the analytics stuff and uh well the rays do analytics too and they win well they, they don't have, though. And they have less money but they don't win i mean they well they're doing better than us well it, but at the end of the day like that's not our metric i don't want to be but they win more series. but they win more in the regular season and that and that's important yeah you know, it's well, why not win divisions like, oh absolutely you, the, the yankees have not been the the yankees have only won one division st- during this stretch during since 2017 and they haven't been the best team in the american league a single time yeah well i'm no. saying the rays are more successful than us right now yeah, but and they are also using analytics, and other teams are using anal- The Giants are using analytics. One hundred and seven wins. My question is, why are the analytics we're using not as good as the analytics other teams are using? Stubbornness. It's stupid. It's it's stupid, stupid culture. It's Cashman's been here too long. He's it's too. You need to shake shit up every once in a while. You know. You know what they base everything off of is let's make the playoffs every single year. Whereas a, a team like the Rays is actually probably more inclined to say, okay, we're going to take huge shots yeah. for like a three-year, three or four-year span. And that's the difference between big and small market. I mean, yeah. that's how they all have to do and that. And is there something to, like, because the whole thing is, uh, yeah, you can't just, it's not as simple as just getting guys with high war and high on base percentage. You have to get guys who play well together, fit into a system, and maybe the Yankees are too much looking at the numbers where a team like the Rays or the Giants are actually getting people who fit in well, a little they bit They won't let them, like, f- find their own identity, really, or at any point either. It's like they... they it just, yeah, it feels disjointed. They don't play as a, a unit. In 2017, yes. they felt like a full, cohesive team. Yeah. They played as a unit. This team yeah. feels so much more like that's, that's individuals really, that's taking really it That's really what back. it is, because there's some, uh, you know, the like pro-analytic, anti-analytic argument is uh, a lot of times people will say, I don't care about analytics. What you need is a team. You need something like the 98 Yankees. Like, of course. Uh, yeah, real genius suggestion there. Let's build a team like the best team ever. Like, yeah. Okay, we don't we don't always do that. But the idea of like building a unit, uh-huh. um, if, whether they win or not, like that's getting you closer to winning than just looking at numbers. And the Rays have built a unit. The Giants have built a unit. Um, the, that athletics team that was the Moneyball team, even though they didn't win, they were a unit. The way to get more successful than you would be before is to have a team that is a unit. I, I guess it, just to play devil's advocate, advocate very slightly is the Giants, uh, for instance, yeah, they're the best team in baseball this year and they're having like a historic season. So you would like to have that every so often. But obviously last year they were really bad, right? Yeah. So would you and pro, and the year and the few years before that they were also really bad. So if you look at what teams had uh, the most kind of just general success over a period of time, if you look at these past five years, where do the Yankees land in terms of in terms of an uh, amount of wins? And they're probably somewhere in like third or fourth. Yeah, the nineteen eighties, the Yankees, I think, won in eighty one or got to the World Series. They got to the World Series in eighty one. Yeah, um, they didn't win a single, didn't get to a World Series 
almost every year. The 80s. they have the most wins of the eighties. They didn't get. They didn't even get to the playoffs, and they had the most wins in the eighties. Obviously, most wins in the nineties and thousands. In the twenty tens, they had the second most wins to the Dodgers. I was yeah. just looking it up. The 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 past. Which means that they had the most wins in the American League during the 2010s. So if the past the, two years, yeah. they've had the third most wins in the American if the, League. Uh, if the way to build a winning team is to be out of the playoffs and a bad team for the next three years, and then have like a uh, some uh, few years of a run, if that is the way to succeed in baseball, would you rather the Yankees do that or rather them be this team that has the most wins but never wins a World Series? But it's not. It's not that it's not mutually exclusive like that. The Dodgers, the fucking Astros, the Red Sox. The, well, the Astros, the, the Dodgers. Yes, I agree with the I agree with the Dodgers. The Astros the a- were really bad. The this Astros is five tanked. straight years. But the though. Astros tanked. But, but they tanked to get but those. to get a good team for five straight years. Though you're saying be bad and then take a shot. They've had yeah. five full uh, years of. But a legit shot, like a shot, isn't just one year. A shot is. Four or five years. Oh, so, I, I thought you were so, saying so like would you, how the Royals would you did tank, it. Like we have one chance. Oh yeah, at this. yeah. Would you tank for? Th- yeah, not the Royals, but would you tank for three straight years essentially in order to be good for the next eight? Yeah, yeah, totally. I I think in any other context, yeah, absolutely. And I like yeah, that's, the Yankees don't ever tear it down. No, because well, you can't. There's too much money involved to be doing that. You can't. Yeah. The contracts are too long. At no point during a. $400 million contract should you be tanking at any point. Yeah. And that's what they have for the next, what, 10 years? Like, you can't. But I guess the, the, the Yankees, obviously, fans are really upset now because they lost right away in the playoffs. If the Yankees ever won 70 games, I think the I think Yankee Stadium might get torn down. Oh, people would flip. <laughs> yeah, like especially with with the with the mindset that the fans have now, they people were really happy the day that they uh, the last day of the season. You know, 92 wins, it made the playoffs. Yeah. Like, I, I, they for figured me it was it kind out. of an exhale, like oh, it was, fucking thank yeah, but God. It, but it was like okay, it was acceptable at the time. I think once is, they lost yeah. the way that they did, it was it no is, longer acceptable. It is definitely oh a different mod. As an Islanders fan, who's they've been bad my entire life, the last two years they made the conference finals and lost. I think. Those were amazing years. I, I I hate every single year they don't win. I fucking exactly. I, I'm the same way with the Yankees. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's just a. Uh, there's a different expectation with them that I think it sometimes prevents them from being able to get over the hump because we won't allow them to ever take a step back, even if it's a necessary step back. But I guess we think that. But then t- 2016, I know I was kind of okay with them making those trades yep. with, the, yeah. with, the, with them trading away Chapman and, and Beltran and yeah. uh, McCann. Uh, it was, and then in 2017, they had the most exciting year of the past 10 years, certainly. Yeah, I'm sure. It's always, it's always tough if, um, like, if the Yankees at this point were like, man, uh, Andujar, uh, Torres, um, Sanchez, like some of these young guys who aren't that good, they have no trade value now. But if the Yankees had traded them last year or the year before, we would have been like, what are you doing trading away our young guys? Part of being successful is just taking those chances at, of trading away a young guy for something or not signing certain guys and just being right with the chances you take. Yeah. they. I think they need to... I, it's going to come down to a couple of things. Aaron Judge needs to decide right now who he wants to be remembered like. Do you want to be remembered like Mickey Mantle or do you want to be remembered like Don Mattingly? Positively, but as a loser, like somebody that never won jack shit. Yeah, he has a lot of hits. His name appears in the top ten of a lot of Yankee stat lists, but that man has no. He's rings. a lot of people's favorite Yankee. He's of my all dad. Time. My dad oh, is going to be listening to this right now. So mad that I called him a loser, but he's yeah. very Don Mattingly. Like that. That's the that's the question. Is he going to be Don Mattingly or is he going to be? 
I mean, Je- I mean, Jeter. He could if he won. If he wins two championships, then he's and that's the first thing they need to do. Name him fucking captain. Why is he not the captain? Jeter was named captain after winning four World Series after being in five. Like it's that, well, it's, that's too late too. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. that's also not great. Like name him because that would do. I think that would solve a lot of the problems all at once. You name him the captain. What you're saying is, we have a squad. You have a leader. This is the team we're going with. This isn't like being pieced together still. We have you are the captain of this group of people. And I think that would instantly have them going into the season with a different mindset. Just yeah. just that like title. It's not it means ultimately meaningless. Just giving him the title, making the dynamic of the clubhouse. You are leading these guys to a World Series. I think that would help a lot. I actually agree. What definitely does need to happen before they do that is that they need to sign him to an eight-year contract. Oh, well, I, yeah. I, it's all part of it. Like, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. all. It would all I mean, happen Because that, that's same. what G- Jeter had just signed a 10-year contract, uh, like, two years before he was named Yeah, because he's in the media right now. So the only thing he's saying to anyone is, I want to be a Yankee for life. Which is yeah. like they should sign him to an extension now. They should be 100. in the in the office yeah. signing, especially because like if if fucking Garrett Cole, when I, we we didn't even really talk about watching this stupid wild card game. Yeah, I was in my apartment and I could hear one of my neighbors who had like people over because I you could hear like music faintly, and when Nevin sent Judge. I screamed fuck so loudly that the music stopped for a few seconds. Yeah. And then started back up. And that was like, I started laughing. And thank God that happened because I was ready to like put my head through a wall. Do you yeah. think Nevin is out? Um, yes. But more symbolically, yeah. Like, yeah, that's I think that, that's what I think will happen is a few coaches will get fired and it'll be like, ugh. Yeah, it's yeah, which is like, Nevin, like, I mean, you know, I don't, I, I don't think to this point he's been. A particular a bad third base coach in any way, but is uh, it that could just be a job costing call? The Yankees had the second most outs at home in in baseball. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they, their base oh, running was fucking horrible. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the base running was really bad, obviously in general. And uh, I mean, the I think he should be fired, but also I do I do feel for him a little bit because I'm sure the Yankees are just really bad at it. Like they're, I don't they're, think he should be fired unless we find out that he said uh, offensive jokes and emails ten years ago. <laughs> it's like, why? Why they don't have anybody that you can send in that situation? They they have guys that are like seven feet tall, right? So even though they can run, sort of, they're still fucking not little. Yeah. Brett Gardner's almost forty years old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rizzo, no. Yeah, Boy, if it was, no. Wade wouldn't be starting. And also, yeah. so Gallo, A- no. A Rod said it on the broadcast: like you don't score from first on a shot off the green monster. Right. A Rod would not stop shitting on Joey Gallo for one moment of yeah, that game. That was that. unreal. Yeah. He's so mad he's wearing thirteen. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I did not think wow. about that. Wow. Every yeah. moment he was on screen, he sees that 13 and is like, this bitch has no right wearing my number. Yeah. Damn. A-Rod's I mean, jealous. Yep. Wow. I mean, I mean, he w- the thing is, I didn't think of that only because I agreed so much with him shitting on Gallo. I was yeah. like, well, Gallo's been really I think bad. Joey Gallo think should, about- I think Joey Gallo should start dating Jennifer Lopez now. Well, That'd that's exactly what I was just going to say. A-Rod's, <laughs> A-Rod's sitting there getting cucked nonstop. He sees him wearing 13. He sees Affleck with his fucking girl. He's yeah. wearing Red Sox hats all the time. He's sitting oh. there like, fuck me! I, I kind of feel bad for A-Rod. They, they showed a clip of, of the Rays were eating popcorn in game one of the ALDS, and then they showed the, the thing of... <laughs> Cameron Diaz feeding him popcorn at some at some sporting event after he retired, yeah. and 
it, it was like they put the camera back on him, and this and this video of with him and Cameron Diaz is from like ten years ago, so he looks still pretty young. And then now he's like a bloated, kind of like weird looking ex athlete, and he's just like, I don't know, guys, like please stop making fun of me all the time. <laughs> he gets made fun of constantly. Yeah, he's, he's I tried actually, so hard to I be know, the like nice guy. That's now. the thing. I felt like for a while he's getting hate again now, but for a while post career, everyone loved Jeter, hated A Rod when they played. Post career, Jeter went on to be president into the Marlins and kind of was isn't doing that great and A-Rod when he was on those like panels on Fox with like David Ortiz and Pedro was like the fun guy and I felt like it was almost reversing a little where people would hate on Jeter and people kind of liked A-Rod but now people like I like I, him as an announcer oh I hate him as yeah, an announcer I, he I actually hate, like him he, oh, he annoys me that whole broadcast I mean I've always hated ESPN broadcasts like for the most part yeah. at least I, I think he's just He's just so phony. Like he's yeah. not talking about the right stuff. He it, it's one thing when you're not talking about the right stuff in the regular season. I was actually just thinking about this earlier, like while watching the games yesterday. Uh, ser- playoff series are so cool because these uh, these ESPN and TBS and Fox broadcasters can get a feel for the teams that they're calling. Yeah. Finally, as opposed to just calling one game in a random Saturday in the middle yeah. of July, uh-huh. they're calling five games for a team, so they're getting a, a really decent feel for what these teams are like. And then if you go deeper, they're probably calling one one of the teams that's in that in that series. They probably just called that series, right? They probably just called it for that team. Uh, a Rod has no clue what he's talking about when he, even when he's talking about the Yankees and the Red Sox, you would think he just. I think it, it's like he's always the guy who. Uh, didn't do any research. He, he, I feel like when I listen to him, I feel like I'm watching the game. Like, that's just how he talks when he's watching the game, and I kind of like that. Yeah, I, I appreciate as opposed that. To, but... As opposed to a guy who's, like, I guess doing a good job announcing. I don't yeah, know. I, I, <laughs> just a guy hanging out watching the game. I remember one time he did this uh, little thing with Nolan Arenado about playing third base, about, uh, like, how, how you play third base. Yeah. And he was and it was the best I've ever seen him in anything. Yeah, Any interview in that. his entire career. As a player, as a broadcaster, he was so per- he was so smooth with the way he was talking about playing baseball. Mm-hmm. And that, and even now, when he's uh, on the broadcast and he's talking about just the very, the specifics, the, the beauty of baseball, uh-huh. the, like, actual specifics of how you play, He's really good at that, yep. but then when he t- when he tries to get into like the broader story of what this <laughs> game means and what that's what broadcasters yeah. are always that's what Michael K always does right uh-huh. the broader meaning of what what they're looking at he's horrible at it he's he's <laughs> ju- he's just so like he's so lost he's just yeah. <laughs> he doesn't know what the context he's so bad with context he. he- yeah, I agree. I the times where I'm like, oh shit, this is good having him here is when he's like standing there with the bat, like breaking down someone's like swing because they were able yeah. to pull their hands in and take a slider into the left. Like he's so good at that, but he speaks in the same way that Tom Cruise does, and it it's creepy. It's so nice and so polite and so measured. It's he's never saying um or but or like he's never started a sentence with like dude. He's very upbeat and happy. And a little positive. American Psycho. Uh, yeah, a little yeah. bit like the- that in this way. That's like it, it just creeps me out. It's so positive. It's like, like he's an alien trying to convince everyone he's a human. Yeah, but yeah. he's yeah. like doing it better than people are. Yeah, exactly. That's the part that like, is weird. That. That t- yeah. And also speaking of Tom Cruise, he was at the Dodgers game and he's for some reason looked just like Norm MacDonald. I saw he that. like gained yeah. 25 pounds in a day. Tom yeah. Cruise did? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, I th- I would say I like A Rod better when he's doing those like breakdowns than I do as an announcer. But I do like him as an announcer. But this brings up something interesting because I saw this uh, tweet. I think it was last week, like right before the playoffs started. Someone tweeted um, the idea about having um, like local announcers announce the playoff games on the national broadcast for their teams. But because it's two different teams, I saw um, uh, MLB Random Stats, Jeremy Frank, which is a great Twitter follower, said, what if you had one announcer from each local broadcast call it together? Just so and, and you have, and or you could have the color commentator from each broadcast, from yeah. like, like you have uh, like David Cohn and whoever with the main guy from ESPN, like Joe yeah. Buck. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah right. Joe Buck will do it with the two color guys from each team individually. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I on some level, it sh- I think it should be sort of like. A- like, that's their own sort of amazing thing. Like, yeah, you get to climb the playoffs with the team. And then, like, getting yeah. to call a World Series game is, like, something that only, a, like, you might not get to do it at some yeah. point. Like Your team has to win for you to call a World Series yeah, game. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like, the team you're working for at the time. Just, like, I, th- I think that would actually be very cool. I think. Well, is it Ron Darling who calls the TBS games? For the Mets, yeah. But no, I meant for the, oh. for the playoffs. Oh, I'm actually, sure. yeah, for TBS. Yeah, yeah. He so- used to be with the Mets only, I think. Yeah, yeah, but, it, but, he, yeah. but he calls... Playoff games, at least here and there, I think he calls the yeah. at least the NLDS. He calls, and he's great, and he he just understands how to uh, call a team that he hasn't seen that much of. Uh-huh. You know, whereas the the Fox and the ESPN guys, it seems like they they have other uh, motives that they're not re- they're not calling the game isn't as important as. Uh, up, upping the broadcast. Yeah. Fox to me has always felt like baseball was like in the way. They're like, "Fuck, we want to play Family Guy. Like, get the so right. stop. Why are we doing this? Like, we do football yeah. on Sundays and we do fucking <laughs> nonsense the rest of the week. Mm-hmm. Why are we playing baseball? That's always how it felt to me. Yeah, but it would be interesting to see like the local color guys because when you heard. Uh, like, if the White Sox now were being called by Hawk Harrelson, I, I think he retired actually, but in the, the 2005 World Series where the White Sox win, um, like, how awesome would that have been if it was, you can put it on the board when there's, like, a yes. big home run in the World Series? Yeah, I, I, I'm not saying it should be this way, but when I think about it too much, it still bothers me that everyone involved in those positions isn't former players. It's like, how did you little nerds weasel your way into this spot? Well, that was, so that was, was a little bit annoying to me was uh, the big, uh, during the uh, Yankees-Red Sox game, it was A-Rod and, I forgot, who was the uh, Vaskersian? Is that Matt Vaskersian, yeah. On the main broadcast. And on ESPN, too, they had the StatCast broadcast and a lot of Twitter was like, oh, I'm the watch the StatCast version so you don't have to deal with A-Rod. I'm like, oh, you mean the nerd version? Yeah. It's just two, like, baseball fans. Yeah. Vaskersian does the, um, broadcast in the game so yeah. his voice is like grained in my head forever yeah he's uh, in the video game yeah it'll be the show um but yeah i mean nothing against statcast guys but there is a part of me like everyone on twitter who's like go watch the statcast version it feels like the thing of uh and this is true and like they're like the people who everyone likes the comic book movie and then there's the people online who are like well actually the uh in the source material it was like this i'm like those are the people who are like go listen to the nerd version of the broadcast yeah yeah oh man those people you need you need them <laughs> you need them <laughs> you do no those yeah. those people drive things like everything like the those people they're really annoying but you need them if your thing is going to take off onto any kind of you level you need annoying fans you 100% do you need yeah. rabid annoying people to follow you if you're ever going to be like very successful yeah. yeah they're the ones who brought sabermetrics into baseball well, yeah, yeah they are i mean they're the ones that drive every like yeah it's your it's your core 
crazy people. Yeah. The people and that are like, oh, you know, Itchy hit Scratchy's ribs twice, yeah. plays two yeah. different notes. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. yeah. And sabermetrics and analytics and all that stuff is really good, but there is also, it's not everything. And that's the weird thing where there's like some people who their whole thing is we need to, the entire game has to be numbers. And some people are like, it's all about feel and looking at a guy's thighs and the size of his hips. And that's how you could, t like, there's a middle ground. Like, analytics have taken over the game and, like, deservedly so. But there is also something to just hum the actual personality and humanity yeah. of people. Yeah, well, once you've had, once you get the guys with the best numbers, everyone has these same numbers. So you have to, so there must be some other way to have a leg up on the other team. Yeah. One of the actual good modern episodes of The Simpsons is about Professor Frank teaching Lisa about sabermetrics so she can manage Bart's Little League team. And then Bart <laughs> Bart wants to like steal bases and hit home runs all the time. And it's about them fighting between feel and sabermetrics. Yeah. It's so it's like, it was actually like decent because in the bar they're like, what are those nerds doing in the back? They're like, they're talking about sports. They're like, those fucking guys? And they're like, no, you don't know. It's like baseball. They're like doing stats. And they're yeah. all like, Zach Granke loves playing in away games after rainstorms. Like, <laughs> That's funny. That's all right. So uh, we're at about an hour, so we can wrap up now. We'll start off with, uh, and well, actually, this week, we left out last week. We'll start off with the Patrick softball update. Yes. Oh, yeah. So uh, we actually lost our game this past week, but I made some sweet plays in center field. I'm, uh, these days, I'm playing center field and batting leadoff. Oh, yeah, uh, you were batting about your uh, BA in the... Uh... That's right. My batting average is... Uh, I'm 9 for 12, so I'm batting 750 on the year. Which, yeah. uh, What's the team name? Haggerty's Roofs. Haggerty's Roofs. Wait, and yeah. uh, these are... You're uh, DJing it, right? You're just ripping singles? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just all singles. <laughs> I actually... My OBP is lower than my batting average because I have a sack fly in there. So... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's my, my, my brother actually keeps stats. He has a stat book. He has a uh, a spreadsheet uh, yeah. with everybody's statistics uh, on, yeah. on his computer. So the analytics... You're batting 750, but the analytics guys would say you're overrated because they're all singles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're like, that's not going to last. Yeah. Yeah. But but I would show them like my OBP is also over seven hundred. Yeah. So. What's your exit velocity? I actually hit it pretty hard. I just I just <laughs> I, I just kind of like go into a trot on balls yeah. that probably should be doubles sometimes. Okay. I I'm just kind of like yeah. I'm just here to have fun. I think you may need to work on your launch angle. <laughs> yeah. That like. definitely. Yeah. Well, I'm a leadoff hitter, so I'm just going for okay. the, I'm just going for OBP, mm. and I'm a center fielder. I made some nice plays in center. Nice. My range is good. I, yeah. I think my my D war I think would be pretty high. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's an important stat. Yeah, yeah. I think we're in third uh, on the on the year for right now. But uh, yeah. but we're moving on up. Yeah, Haggerty's. All right. Um, you want to go trivia and then we'll close out with what Anthony's betting on. Hell yeah! All right. This week, or actually yesterday, Buster Posey caught his fifty seventh postseason start. What percentage of his starts have been shutouts? How many in the postseason? Yeah, out of uh, out of the fifty-seven, he's caught for Bumgarner. Who's thrown what a percentage? Or just yeah, how many wh games? What percent of his fifty-seven career postseason starts are shutouts? And this is um, it includes a bullpen, not like a yeah that he's caught, game, not shutouts. a pitcher complete yeah, game shutout where the Giants allowed just, zero runs. Okay, um, fifty-seven. What percentage? I would go. They've had a few. They've always had good pitching. I'll go. 21%. Pretty close. It's 24. Wow. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That's a lot. 24% of his playoff games he's have been shutouts. Yeah. He has had unparalleled success over in San Francisco. He's yeah. going to be 24%, like, you said? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Quarter, so that's like, well, like yeah. 12 games. He's going to be a first ballot Hall of 12, Famer. Like 12-ish games. Out of 57. Yeah. yeah. I think it's 14. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. 
That's wild. Yeah, it's 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 absurd. It's a uh, you really can't ask for a better career. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. What one was I was they were just talking about him yesterday d- during that game about something that he did in the 2012 playoffs. Was he in the 2010 playoffs also? Or I think he, he was. I think that was his rookie year. Was 20, So he has three World Series I believe he, yeah. he has three World Series. That he was does, his rookie. Yeah. That might have been. What was twenty? What year was it where he got f- just clocked at home plate and like broke his leg? And changed the rules? And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think th- it was one of those first two. Yeah, it was one I of think. the really early years. So he might Actually, have been, it may not have been a year they made the World Series. It may have been a year that's where That's what they I'm wondering. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But uh, that's that might be. That might be something. Yeah, he. Um, it was. I remember 2010 was Bumgarner's first year. Also, he was like just called up. Yeah. I just watched SB Nation did a uh, beef history video on uh, Bumgarner versus Yasiel Puig. Uh huh. Because I, I that uh, yeah, because Bumgarner's whole thing is you don't ever. He's very old school. You don't ever show up the pitcher, and Puig just loves showing up pitchers. <laughs> yeah, I wonder why Madison might feel that way. Because <laughs> he's a pitcher, uh, of, of course, course it's yeah. like of course you don't want to be like it's well, very important to me of, that my thing is protected and respected. Well, there are plenty of things that there are plenty of pitchers who don't mind if God's bad. For I know it's just yeah. funny to be like, well, uh, really, you you would rather the pitchers be completely respected. I wonder yeah, why. <laughs> it's like, yeah, oh yeah, uh, yeah. He started in '09. That was his first. Yeah, uh, he only played a few games. His his. Uh, he was rookie of the year the the year they won the twenty ten. Yeah, World that's what Series. I thought. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he was. Yeah. He's been a big part of it the whole time. He's yeah, gonna yeah, be yeah. a first ballot Hall of Famer. He's for sure, absolutely. Just I don't know if it's first ballot, but he's a Hall of Famer. He, he's gonna, just because his numbers overall aren't there. Maybe it may take a couple of ballots. He's but, kind of. I mean, I, I, you're, yeah. you're probably you might be right, but that it, is also just kind of like he's nitpicking. got the awards. He's got the success. He's played in yeah. one team his whole career, which I'm, for some reason feels a lot. A lot. The, yeah. Did, was Chip was Chipper uh first ballot? Yeah. Yes. Buster Posey's gonna be first yeah. ballot. If he, I he's, have he's if a, I have a vote, which I should, he would I would put him in on his career ballot. batting average is over three hundred as a yeah. catcher. Yeah. I mean yeah. he's one of the best catchers in the history of baseball. It's very hard to make an argument like against him being like what about one of the top five easy catchers of all time. Is Salvador yeah. Perez a Hall of Famer? He has to play a lot longer. Yeah. Yeah, he has but he's to, been playing for a while, right? Yeah, he won a World Series with Kansas City, and this year he set the record for most home runs in the season. Yeah, but his catcher. his he's thirty one years old now. But he's oh, yeah, all, yeah. he so also he's not, he's not on the same level yet as not Posey. on the same level as Posey, and he missed a year and a half. Yeah, he had a pretty serious injury. Like he yeah. didn't play at all in twenty nineteen, and he didn't play in twenty twenty. Opted out. Yeah, so he's you know his stats might end up not. Hitting those, it's Aaron Judge. But, well, have, but yeah. his non-counting stats are are awesome. Yeah, yeah. Aaron Judge is going to have the same sort of issue in terms of like record setting that I'm he looking, is just too. Well, he just started. To he also, started too late. Yeah, yeah. And uh, but uh, Salvador Perez now World Series winner, three-time Silver Slugger, five-time Gold Glover, seven-time All Star. Yeah, I. He'll probably. Yeah. I mean, he and has to World finish Series out win. his career still because yeah, because right po- now Posey won an MVP. So he yeah. won Rookie of the Year the first year they won the World Series, and won MVP the second year they won the World Series, and then the next, and then he was just the sixth MVP <laughs> and, and Silver Slugger in the in the third year they won if the World Series. Perez, and keeps, then now they're going to win another World Series. Maybe, yeah. If Perez keeps this up for sure, but if he stops right now, I think he'd be remembered a lot more like Ryan Howard. Yeah. Uh. No, I wouldn't say that. He had I seven time All Stars more than Ryan Howard. Ryan Howard was oh, actually, unbelievable no. when he was a good Philly. He is a yeah. world, he won the 08 World Series 
with yeah, it was actually, like him, Jimmy Rollins, and Chase Utley. Right, yeah, because Ryan Howard had a longer career. Than Ryan Howard managed to hit like 290 oh, no. home runs in like five years. It was like absurd how fast yeah. he got to. His he was point. also a first baseman, remember? Uh, yeah, P- no, I know. And Perez he, being catchers. I know. I'm just big. saying more but in terms lucky, of like he had an unbelievable amount of years, but injury yes. kind of cut it short. And, and I I looked it up. Only a three time All Star, um, won an MVP. I think his peak was higher than Salvador Perez's, but Perez already has a little bit more longevity. Oh, and I'm saying like it, it, I'm I would only make that comparison if his Perez stopped tomorrow. I still think Perez has long more long more longevity than Howard. Did. Oh, and also you you can't you have to mention the fact that the position. Oh yeah, it, like it's one hundred first base. The catcher yeah, is, is the offensive is, numbers is are. as different as it gets. Like the, yeah. those, are the even th- though that's the one that they go to when they're done being a catcher. Right. Well, like, but first, <laughs> well, the, exactly. That's why. That's because they go to you, first base after the number. You have to have yeah. blocking. because catcher's the hardest position on you, and first base still is the least yeah. hard position. It's like you. it's the reason I say that I don't consider golf a sport the same as others because uh, other athletes retire from their sport and then start playing golf. No one retires from golf and decides to start pick up a baseball bat or start playing football. Yeah, J.R. Smith is a college yeah. golfer now. Yeah, he's yeah. yeah he played his first match. I, <laughs> yeah. I saw that. Uh, yeah, it's it it is a it is a very specific like precision movement. That requires like you, to be like good at it. It's very rare that you like people love to point at John Daly and be like, "Oh, oh no, look." No, I'm not saying golf is easy, but I'm just saying the same way first base you don't look at on the same level as being a position in the field as catcher is because no one stops playing first base to start playing catcher. Yeah, for sure. No, I yeah. I understand what you're saying, and I do. That's where that's where everyone goes at the end of their careers. Yeah, first it doesn't base. mean first base is easy to play. The same way I don't think golf is easy to play, but it's not a sport to the same level as like. No, I do. Yeah. I'm not saying that they're like directly comparable in that yeah. way. The comparison was really only more in the fact that they'll be remembered as an amazing power hitter yeah. whose career was cut short. That yeah. would be the that gotcha. was the direct comparison I was yeah. making. Right. Actually, I don't think Salvador Perez is anything up to the level of power hitter as Ryan Howard because he had one year with 47 home Yeah, runs. I know. We're, you yeah. were getting too detailed. True, it was yeah. more just power hitter, career coach. Let's, yeah. break, let's the... break down every way your comparison doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was going too far. I anyway, uh, Yes, what are you gambling on, Anthony? Well, right now I'm really hoping that there's quite a lot of uh, runs being scored in the, uh, oh, yeah, has in the game being played right now. I would love to know that it's like... Nine nothing. Somebody in the first inning that would make me very happy. You took the over. I'm assuming yeah, eight and a half. Yep. But uh, uh, well, hopefully there's more scoring to come. Zero zero. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. What game is this? White Sox Astros. Yeah. What do uh, uh, he, uh just really quickly? Do we think that any uh, of these series are going to end today? What what which series do we think? Are gonna I mean, I really thought that the. I still think the Astros are so dangerous. I think that the White Sox are going to try their hardest, and the yeah. it, it's that. They're just gonna keep coming at you. They're, you it have really to feels, bury them. It really feels like the Astros could end it today. Yeah, I hope they don't. I think that that one is most to me is most likely to end. I, other, I think the Brewers are fig- will figure it out. I'm not so sure. I think the Braves might just do it. They, they just have too many good players. They, they, the fact the that Brewers, they only won 88 yeah. game or however what 85 yeah. games mm-hmm. that that was a fluke. They they were better than that. They, they were you know the and the Brewers winning as many as they did probably yeah. was a little bit of a fluke. Well, the They're, Brewers also. I mean, the whole thing was everyone was like, well, they can't hit, and if you looked at the numbers, they actually were fine offensively. But so far this series, they haven't been hitting. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to. Uh, Brag again, uh, real quick. I fucking hit an eight-leg parlay. I got every one o'clock game right on 
football this week wow. on Sunday. Nice. Yeah, it was fucking sick. Buccaneers, Eagles, Saints, Titans, Vikings, Steelers, Packers, Patriots. I wow. turned one dollar into like two hundred and fifty. It was fucking awesome. Holy shit! Hell it yeah. was uh, uh, so that's gonna be my like win of the year for sure. There's no way it's gonna get better than that. Let's go Giants and Dodgers because they're the teams that I'd make money off of if they won. <laughs> yeah, well, Giants well, Dodgers win the World Series. If the Giants Dodgers or Braves win the World Series, I heard that if the Giants win, that that the b- books are gonna lose a lot of money. Tons. Yeah, because preseason there it was absurd. If you bet on the Giants to win the World Series before the season started. Oh my god! I yeah. think they were giving like twenty to one odds. Yeah. So if you bet a hundred bucks, there's two thousand dollars coming back, and there's definitely people who put more. Yeah. <laughs> so even midway through the season, I heard that they were no one trusted the Giants. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Everybody thought it was going to be a fluke. Even my own. I was talking to my dad yesterday. He's like, I think the Dodgers are going to like roll over. He thinks the Giants are still a fluke. I was like, they did the whole marathon going yeah. into the series. The Dodgers were the favorite of this series as, against as of the Giants. This morning, it was the first time in the entire of the season that the Dodgers weren't the odds favorite to win. Yeah, the, I, I, which is surprising to me that they didn't trust the Giants sooner. It's like they just they don't lose. They they, yeah. they they never lose. Yeah, it's it's the same sort of thing. There's no track record for a lot of these guys. They're right. all their great pitchers now are guys who they, you know you're trusting Logan Webb in Game Seven. Yeah, Logan. and even their hitters, there is a track record, but the past six years of that track record have been bad. Yeah. Like in, like an Evan Longoria having such a good season. It's like <laughs> what? I yeah. I was like I totally thought he had retired already. Yeah. Yeah, but the thing is, 2020 was weird with that because Buster Posey didn't play last year. So there were a lot yeah. of players where you thought that they were gone just because they didn't play last year. Yeah, true. Anything else? Uh, not uh, gambling. Not anything well, else. Yeah, no, no. no. Well, no. we're still we're Ooh, in the mid score. Oh, it's only the bottom of the second. Yeah, White Sox just took a one nothing. Yes. There you go. Yeah, we. Um, yeah, we're in the most wonderful time of the year, Major League Baseball playoffs. I'm excited because NHL season's starting. I'm going to watch yeah, the Seattle Kraken's first game tonight. Oh, right. Yeah, that's the, I'm going to enjoy watching that game tonight, too, because um, my bookie offered some stupid, like, hockey's back promo bet where if anyone scores a goal at any point, you win. And it was $25 max bet. So it's like, oh, cool. I'm going to watch this game and make $25 doing it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to take the bet that uh, players will be scoring goals tonight. At least one goal <laughs> at any point in the yes, game. Right. I believe it'll happen. So I'm pretty excited. About <laughs> That's that. pretty good. Yeah. yeah. They do it for every time that uh, a sport comes back to try to get people like excited and like addicted yeah. really more than anything. But uh, they do it all the time. Like There, there was, used to be ties in hockey. So there could have been that that wouldn't have happened, but zero, now, zero, there, now yeah. there has to be a goal. Yeah, well, there, yeah. Some, even a shootout win counts as a goal. One nothing, right? Yeah. yeah. Yep. The uh, there was one like two weeks ago that was like if anyone in the UFC main event card, like all eight fights, if any of them start bleeding at any point, you win. It's like okay, I'll take that. <laughs> Does it count as a goal for any specific player? No, I think it's. I don't even know if it counts as a team oh, yeah. goal. Yeah. It, it just is there. It's just, like, yeah. just a point. It's, you it's get a goal, I wonder what happens score. if both games end one nothing because of shootouts. Do you get any payout? I think you would. Yeah, like I th- one I, or, or maybe they just call it no action and just just give you your money back. Yep. Maybe. Yeah, they're playing the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, yeah, it's, it's exciting. I, I hope they bring out Tyson Fury to sing Walking in Vegas, just because he <laughs> sang that after winning his fight this past weekend. He's probably still, like, resting. I can't imagine. Just, like, the, yeah. the post of those kind of things, like, how yeah. long it takes to really recover it from would something be pretty. Like... That'd be awesome if the Vegas Golden Knights had Tyson Fury come out and instead of the national anthem just sing <laughs> walk, have Tyson Fury sing Walking in Vegas. Yeah. Uh, anyway, we'll be back next week with the championship series. We'll be in the ALCS and the NLCS. And uh, 
yeah, we'll have uh, more updates with Major League Baseball playoffs. Maybe if some awards are coming out, some managers are fired. We'll see what's going on. So thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you next week. Bye.